When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Merry Christmas, everybody. I brought Christmas back. Nobody used to say Merry Christmas. Now I'm the one that says wow. Merry Christmas. You ended the war on Christmas. I ended the war on Christmas. Good for you. I do it every year. I end the war on Christmas every single year. Is that me? Yep. Sure was. feedback? Yep. <laughs> Headphones. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot for listening. Um, and Andy Kamenetsky's in for John today. And if you watch The White Lotus, and damn, that's a good show. It's all about people behaving really really snooty and rich and bougie and so i came across this story about people who are even snootier and richer and bougier than uh the characters on white lotus so i want to read you some of these um here you go the wealthiest person i know once said to me oh you get seasonal depression why don't you just go to the Caribbean for a week and the Mediter- Mediterranean the next? It always helps me. <laughs> sure. Get right That's on easy. that. That's easy. Um, I was uh, talking to a friend's mom at a party. She said to me, you know, after six weeks in our Tuscan villa, you honestly get bored of having people <laughs> wait on you all day. I was so ready to just pick up my own dish and wash it. Can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the bougiest person you know? bougiest person i know there were okay i haven't seen her in a long time yes there was a girl that i knew through a friend of mine in college who was just insanely wealthy and as an example of this the first cat that i ever got originally was hers it was a purebred abyssinian and those are actually really expensive cats like they look like sphinxes like ancient egypt she had this cat for like a week and a half Decided she didn't like it. She probably paid two or three grand for this cat. Decided she didn't like it, and her plan was, I'm just going to let the cat go. I'm just going to let the cat wander off around L.A. And my friend was like, well, before you go through with that, I think Andy wants a cat. Let me see if Andy would take in this cat. So this was like, again, like a two or $3,000 cat that she just decided after. She probably bought the thing on a whim, you know, because two or three grand, what does she care? And then like a week later, I was like, you know, I don't like the cat. And she was going to dispose of it like she would dispose of anything. Right. She was really, really rich. So like, what's what's the bougiest thing you do or bougiest have? Bougiest thing I do? Yeah. I, I'm not a super bougie person. Yeah. I'm trying to think. That's an interesting question. I get illy every day. Is that bougie? It's and a it, little. It's, it's a little bougie. It's a little snooty. It's, it's, it's on, it's like, it's on the bougie side. For but don't you have it an illy hookup, bougie? though? I mean, we don't oh, talk about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I used to have that Illy hookup. It's a great hookup. Oh, yeah. But it's also better coffee, so I'm willing to pay for it every single yeah, day. Yeah, you are you are always anti-Starbucks. Well, because it's not good. It's, Starbucks is fantastic. We all drink it. No. It's great. You you can it's have great. at it. No, well, you guys can have it, yeah. It's, what's the like it's not good. What's the bougiest thing you have, uh, Jorge, or do? Me? Nah, nothing. Yeah, you're not really bougie. Nah. I'm very simple. Yeah. Bergman, yeah. what about you? I just told you. I go to Illy every oh, day. Oh, that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm... I don't think I'm especially bougie, although I do spend a lot on hoodies. Do you? <laughs> well, I've got every a hoodie for every. Like team. what's a lot? I I was totally joking. Oh <laughs> oh no! I didn't know if you. Yeah had... no, totally. Like I I'm not, I don't fly first class. I don't I don't do any of the really naturally bougie stuff. And I frankly I probably could could, um, but I grew up in a family that was uh, kind of lower middle class and we were always very conscious of money my mom used to say all the time your dad could lose his job and we'd be on the streets in three weeks so that stuck in my head (laughs) i'm like oh my god we're just three weeks away from the streets my mom comforting for a seven-year-old i was like like a little kid we're three weeks and we're on the streets um i i found this clip danny pudi who is uh an actor from community and an actor from Mythic Quest. Have you ever seen that show? He was on the podcast today, and I pulled up this clip for him, and it's Larry King. He's on some Larry King talk show, and this was 
pretty late in Larry's life. It was probably a year before Larry passed away. And this is his moment with uh, with uh, Danny Pudi. Uh, a luxury you can't live without. A luxury I can't live without coffee. I really like good coffee. It's not coffee. a luxury you can get it anywhere. Ah, I guess, yeah, like good coffee. What's, uh, I love coffee, too. I like nice socks. Socks. Your your socks, would you put in your shoes? Yeah, I really love them. I like kind of like, you know, cozy feet. You're attracted to your socks. I'm attracted to really nice running socks. Like, I'm always looking for good running you know, socks. Not, that's not a luxury, though. Coffee and socks are not a luxury. All right, give me a luxury. Which, what luxury should I have? Private plane. Larry, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> Larry, I'm on DuckTales. I mean, what, what's happening there is Larry King, whether intentionally or unintentionally, knowingly, unknowingly, is just letting you know I'm filthy rich. Yeah, no, Larry's definitely got a I am super private rich. plane. I can't do without my private plane. I don't think Larry did a lot of research before None. things either. By the way, that was the whole thing with Larry. Right. The whole thing was, with Larry was he would never watch the TV show, see the movie, or read the book. For his guests, because he said, I don't want to know more than the audience does. So Larry's first question would always be like, so what's the movie about? <laughs> it would be so such a generic question. I mean, remember- we played it not too long ago, but he had Seinfeld on. Remember he had Jerry oh, Seinfeld? Yeah, Jerry oh, yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah, and he would just, uh, uh, Jerry lost his mind. Right. Do you so, know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you think Seinfeld got canceled? <laughs> right. Larry King presented Seinfeld as having gotten canceled. He's like, Larry, we're the number one show on TV. <laughs> we, we've decided to end this thing. Yes. All things end. I loved Larry King. I, I grew up Watching Larry King. Do you remember watching and listening? Do you remember years ago? It was uh, during the Ray Rice incident okay. uh, with him and his then fiance, now wife, and the domestic abuse in the elevator. He wanted to put a panel together to talk about this on his show that was on that different network, like Ota or Opa. Aura. Aura. Yeah. And he had originally asked you to do it. You couldn't do it. So you recommended me. Oh, that's right. And I went on the show and. I thought I did actually a very good job. Did he ask and, you what's a luxury item? <laughs> no, he did not. We kept on topic. <laughs> yeah. But a couple things. First of all, it's it's intimidating to sit down with Larry King. Sure. Because he's Larry King. But the other thing, though, that I was concerned about, because I had heard before, and maybe it was from you, mm-hmm. that he does no research for anything. I'm like, I really hope- Who is Ray Rice? I was like, I really hope he's doing research for this show. Yeah, really. Because this is a really a serious topic. topic. Yeah. yeah. Um, he actually, he got a real kick out of it. There's a book that I read years ago written by one of his childhood friends called Tough Jews. Yeah. And it was about how he and Larry King and a bunch of their friends grew up in Brooklyn surrounded by all these Jewish members of organized crime. Oh, wow. And like their life being around all of that. And I told him that I had read that book, and he he absolutely was tickled by that. He loved that. Yeah, no, Larry's a great guy. We had the, we had him on during the pandemic. He was so yeah. oh, he was funny. He was great, and the and the show was great. But again, it's intimidating. But I was really worried. Like, please have done some research. Dude was married like nine times. I know that's crazy. How many times are you going to go, Bergman? Never. Two. 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 Okay, got to be one more. The heiress. Got to be one more. The heiress. Yeah, All right, I think so I'm done with that. Let me. Uh, are you done with it? Yeah, the heiress is done. I think I'm done with it. Are you just? It's Tuesday. Are you just gonna go with love? Yep. Nice. Love is gonna keep me together. I knew I would get this. <laughs> Ireland. I can just picture his dance right now. <laughs> why right. you lip like that, man? We don't. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, he's lying the lip. No, I'm yeah. doing the Ireland. I'm oh, the doing Ireland. the Ireland. Well, you gotta look up. <laughs> then he notices people see him. He pushes away. Exactly. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. All right. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Lakers. Last night was a scheduled loss. Uh, they got blown out of Phoenix. No surprise. Arguably, arguably the best team in the West that they uh, faced last night. And it was second night of a back-to-back. So LeBron didn't play. That's a maintenance day, I would assume. Um, Austin Reeves has an injury of some kind. He right? turned his ankle against the Wizards. Okay. And... Westbrook apparently had an injury. Yeah, that one I had no idea about. I didn't. Like, I didn't know about. I it. don't know if it's maybe something that had been bothering him a bit, and it's like, well, if you're going to be sitting LeBron, sitting Reeves, ads out, might as well just let Russ heal up a bit because they're not going to win this game anyway. Right. Exactly. But as far as something bothering Russ, I that was the first I had heard about it. So the big question now is, well, 
do you make a deal given that Anthony Davis is hurt? There's two parts to this question. One, what are you making the deal for? Are right. you making the deal for this season? Are you making a deal that is really about next season? Like you're bringing someone in that you think, or people in that you think will be a part of next year. Right. And you're basically just getting, you're hitting the ground running no matter what happens with this season. Yeah. But the other part of the question is, does the front office and Jeannie Buss still believe in LeBron and AD as a foundation? Because it has felt to me throughout this offseason and this season that we're in right now that they have some doubts. Because they certainly have not aggressively pursued trades or been willing to just throw caution to the wind. And look, maybe they can't get the deal that they want. Maybe they have been trying, whatever. But in in years past, like, for example, bringing in Russell Westbrook, which is an aggressively risky move. Oh, sure. They did that when they had Buddy Heald right there for the taking for less assets. Potentially DeMar DeRozan was sitting there, too. Possibly. I think that was complicated, but still possibly. This year, they have not been as aggressive with this, dealing with limited assets. Maybe it's because they're trying to be really careful, find something perfect, but are they losing some faith in LeBron and AD? Yeah. Yeah, I read an article. Some guy from USA Today said the Lakers missed an opportunity to trade Anthony Davis at his peak value. That was the argument I had, I, I know, on various shows here, but also debating my brother on the Lockdown Lakers podcast five days a week. Miss. Five days a week. Yeah, you can find yeah, it anywhere you I, get By the, the way, podcast. I listen to it regularly. I sometimes comment on your YouTube uh, page. There is you a do. YouTube component. Yeah, Thank I you. like that. You under a burner name? We uh, never see I your am. name. I am. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, Brian would always say, if you trade AD now, yep. you're trading him at his lowest value. And my response was, not necessarily. Because if he gets hurt again, the value will keep going Correct. down. Correct. And I I think that they, I mean, they have made a choice keeping these guys together. They've made a choice. And they made some decisions, and now I think they're going to live with those decisions. So I, my question is, do you give up? And see, to me, this is a low-risk move. I think this move makes sense. To move uh, none and uh, move Beverly and move maybe a second-round draft pick kind of thing for Boyan Bogdanovich. I don't think that'll get you Bogdanovich. You don't think that gets Bogdanovich? Nope. What do you think it requires? First-round pick. No, not giving up a first-round pick. Well, therein lies the rub. Like, I think it's going to cost a first-round. I could be wrong. You know, they – Detroit – only had to move Kelly Olynyk to get Bogdanovich. Right. But I am guessing that the price is going to go up for Bogdanovich. There's going to be teams around the league that want him. A lot of teams are bunched together, especially in the West. And Bogdanovich now is in a walkaway threat because he got extended. Right, correct. So I think So he would be here for next year, too. Right. Um, maybe even the following year. I, I believe it's a team option that's not fully guaranteed that final season. But I think it's going to cost you a first-round pick. To yeah, get Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich has, if you take uh, Nun- Kendrick Nunn's threes, Patrick Beverly's threes, you add them together, Bogdanovich has still had more. Those two are not killing it from beyond the arc. No, no. And I, and I think that makes a huge difference for them. Having a, a dead-eye three-point shooter would make a massive difference, particularly with Anthony Davis, uh, because it clears space and you've got to respect the three. Oh, yeah. Look, they they need more outside shooting. They need more wing-sized guys, period. I mean, it's among the reasons that they've been linked to Kyle Kuzma. Right. And Kuzma, what... He's going to be at least a first-round pick. He will. Kuzma Kuzma is worth a first-round pick. Most first-round picks don't turn into... A player as good as Kyle Kuzma. The most of them don't. Right. And Kuzma's come into his own. First of all, here he started playing committed defense. Yeah. And then he's in Washington. He's scoring. And, you know, the Lakers, uh, specifically with Anthony Davis out, could use a secondary scorer like Kuzma. But to me, if you're... Or Bogdanovich. Right. And if you bring in Kuzma, that could be a move for this year. But if you trade that first-round pick to him, you have to be committed to the idea of we are going to resign to him like he would become your off-season acquisition now. Right. Same thing with if you if you go for Bogdanovich now. He is your off-season acquisition 
now. So you think those guys require first-round picks? Yeah. Do What about, well, obviously, DeRozan, Levine, those would require first-round picks. It's require both your first-round yeah, picks. Yeah, those require both. Um, what about Buddy Heald? Can you get him for without a first-round pick? It's slightly more possible just because I think his contract isn't considered as good, but I would be surprised. If it didn't require a first-round pick. Not shocked, but surprised. Well, I guess you could burn one. Burn one. But then you get into the, the question of, one. well, you start getting into the question of what are you keeping that second one for? Like, what what exactly? For another you, edition. For another edition. Yeah. For another you save edition. it, you keep your powder dry for next summer. Yeah. Do you think? Where do you think this team's at right now? Anthony Davis without a month, going on the road. I mean, to me, this is a... It's a tough stretch, It's a man. really tough stretch and they it seems like they are on the road all the time they are and and here's one thing i will say positive about this team they fight way harder than last year's team i think they're a better team than their record like when they were two and ten they were better than a two and ten team right i think this team is better than a group that's i believe now five games below 500 yes but you know they're they're nowhere close to elite no they're nowhere close and, front runner. and particularly without ad Nowhere, nowhere close. Right. To the so again, you start thinking about: Are you making a trade? Is it solely for this year? Is it for this year and next year? Or do you start thinking that your best options could come in the off season, and you just ride out this season wherever it goes? Or do you have any reservations because you don't fully believe in LeBron and AD? Right. Hey, uh, Bergman. Yes, sir. Do you mind if we take a couple calls? I'd... Absolutely, go ahead. I don't mind. I don't know. I'm asking. I know. I've never permission. seen you ask me before. Yeah, go know, ahead. It's weird. So you heard. But it, I appreciate it. You heard us lay out sort ask. of the multiple scenarios: first round pick, Boyan Bogdanovich, first round pick, uh, Buddy Heald. Maybe. Uh, do you burn a first round pick in a year where Anthony Davis is hurt for a month plus? And they have the potential of drifting he out. Is, or he is s- not a quick healer. Or do you take those picks and save them for the summer? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Mason in Ireland. Andy Kamenitsky in for John. 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Oh, Game of Games was going to be about Christmas carols today. I have no idea if I can even find them. My bro- computer broke. I'm flying blind today. Do you not have access through like a document in the cloud or anything like that? No. Wow. No. Quite the Luddite. Yeah, I, it should be on some sort of group doc. This thing, should not be an on. unsolvable problem. I got to be honest. So my computer, as everybody, I actually got a text from uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, who says this about computers. If you didn't beat the holy hell out of your laptop, it wouldn't be broken. Just saying. I am hard on computers. Well, the way that he put it to me today when he told me that he had lost his laptop was, this one lasted a really long time. It lasted me two and a half years. That to, seems like a long time. For is a that laptop, not a long time? No. No. I mean, if you don't spend all day and night like physically punching your computer like you do, they last longer than two and a half years. Really? Right. Yeah. If you don't take it into the bathroom and have all the, oh, come all on. the particles come going on. into it. No, I've got a, now, uh, here's the good thing. I've got a backup computer. I always have a second computer in, face, in case the first one quits, so I've got- Are they synced? 
That's what I don't know. Mm. They've got to be synced. Otherwise, I don't have Game of Games. What are we going to do about Game of Games? Uh, you said you were going to put one to together. Invent something? Yeah. Invent something. Okay. Yeah. I will. You say that you're During so great off the, on worked, the fly. That works so great with Ramona. It worked really well. She was fully paying attention. Ramona, the, the day time. Ramona was in here and she said, I got to rework this game. She was just off in her. I, wow. I would say in things like, hey, you in on this question? You want to take this one on? I mean, with Momo, too, because her games are always something of a oh, dice roll. They are something. They are something. All right, so we got a couple of calls here. Let's go to Brandon in, in Inglewood. Brandon, you're on 710. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Mace? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey, but look, uh, name a team. I, I got a question for you. Name a team, that a good team, that the Lakers haven't been competitive against. A good team. They haven't been competitive. I'm trying to think. Andy... A good oh. team that they haven't been competitive. You, you mean it like Phoenix. Celtics? Phoenix last night, right, but I don't think that even counts, does it? No, they were competitive against the Celtics. They beat Milwaukee. They Denver. were they were competitive. They've beaten Denver. They were competitive against the Sixers until overtime things went off the rails. Right. Yeah. Overtime has not been good to us. No. But you're right. What's your point, Brandon? So, so, so my point is, is that the, the Lakers have been competitive. They obviously need another piece, right? And it's not about Anthony Davis. We understand Anthony Davis is hurt. But this is about LeBron James, the end of his career. You know, Rob Polinka has to do right by him. You know, he has to do right by LeBron. And I know I know this thing could drag out, obviously, because LeBron might have two more years left, whatever. But, you know, you you, you got to put a roster around him and give him a chance, man. I mean, the, it, it's, it, it's close in the West. It's close. You could, you could make an argument that the Lakers could possibly, you know, make the playoffs, maybe even get a first-round upset. And I think if Rob wants to put that on his resume, that's a great opportunity. Hey, you salvaged the a season and you got the team to be competitive. I think that's important. I mean, you know, he, he obviously wants to look down the line and, and, and have his job for a long time. And I think a year like this will help him, right? It's not so you, you would make, day, you would make a but, trade. You would move draft picks in order to bring in talent. Yes. I mean, especially if I'm a GM, I mean, that job is not, you know, it's not super secure. It's not a super secure job anyway, man. I mean, you, you gotta be thinking about how am I going to add as much, uh, to my resume as I can to justify staying. Well, you know, you know, Brandon okay. raised. I think Brandon raised a really interesting point here when he talked about you know but maybe you, a, maybe uh, thanks Brandon like a first round upset. Yeah, like the idea of knowing why you're making this trade in the first place yes. and what the baseline for the trade is because if the baseline is the Lakers have to become a front running contender, that trade doesn't exist. Like right. the foundation is not there it's for fair. this team right now, especially with AD out at minimum close to the deadline. You know, we're going to be inching up to the deadline by the time he's hopefully even back. The Lakers are multiple games below 500. It's not realistic to be looking for that, you know, front runner contention deal. But if you're looking for a trade that makes them legit competitive so they can just go out there and yes. compete, let the chips fall where they may, that's more realistic. I just don't always know if that's how this front office thinks. No. I, you know, it's interesting about uh, LeBron, too, in this situation, because uh, LeBron says none of this is a question for him. Uh, he sort of wants to get away from the idea. This was what LeBron was asked by uh, Jovan Buha. Jovan. Uh, Jovan, sorry. Uh, I say it so much, I'm surprised I didn't get it right. Uh, here he says, not. he was asked about the roster, uh, applying pressure. He says, not a question for me. I have no idea when I'm playing. I show up, prepare, go to work, and get my guys ready to go win a basketball game. I play the game. I'm not in the front office, so we'll see. But I'm focused on the game and us trying to win basketball games, especially when I'm out on the floor. So he's fighting this idea that he's the guy, even though he's the guy. Well, <laughs> he doesn't like the perception of Le GM. Right. When things aren't going well. Correct. When things are going great. Remember, he reminded us all the time he brought in Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he got AD to this team. Like, you know, he he was aware of Austin Reeves since, like, Hillbilly Kobe was 14 years old. You know, yes. he, he scouts these young guys when things are going well. Like, he doesn't like the idea of the puppet master when right. it's not going well. Right. And he is, I mean, just look at the number of clutch guys on the team. He is. He and Rich are huge parts look, look, of the decision-making process. You bring up clutch. In my opinion, the only reason Cam Reddish is so frequently linked to the Lakers. Cam Reddish is a clutch guy. Yeah, I mean, because 
what is what has he done in the league so right. far? I mean, I I every time I see it, I'm like Cam Reddish. Yeah, like he looks the part. Like he looks like a guy who should be an incredible basketball player. Yeah, like he's okay. He's just okay. Right, but because he's a clutch guy. He is continually linked to the Lakers. I can't think of another reason. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to uh, Jason and Downey. Jason, you're on 710. What's up, man? So first off, you have a backup laptop? Mace, that is bougie as hell, yeah, brother. <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, man. Good you're, call, you're Jason. absolutely right. A backup laptop is completely bougie. It may be the bougiest thing I do. Nice call. Yeah, good. Thanks for calling me out, Jason. I appreciate that. All good, brother. But listen, all season I was hell-bent on them trading those picks. Uh, we needed help to at least keep us afloat, especially when they were 2-10. and 10. But now that we desperately need it, I need them to hold off on them because the Laker tax is real, and they're going to try and fleece them for whatever they have and more, especially when we know that AD is, is out for a long period of time. So it's kind of a little too little too late. So they need to just hold on to those picks and try to get something much better. Have a good day, guys. See you. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean that's that's a way to go. It's it's interesting. This uh, they're right on the cusp of should we or shouldn't we? Last week uh, when Ireland and I were talking about this, he asked about Bogdanovich, and you know I like Bogdanovich a lot. He asked if I would give up a first rounder for him. I said yeah. He asked what about two if you wanted to outbid someone. I said no. Bogdanovich is not worth two first round picks unless you're bringing in like Sadiq Bay with him or something like that. Right. No way. Ireland, of course, you know, said he would or whatever. But the idea of an overpay is also really interesting. Like if the Lakers were one of the best teams in the West right now, right, in a wide open West, and you felt like, okay, they're like one piece away, you could rationalize to yourself, all right, we're overpaying for Bogdanovich, right. but F it, man. Sure. We're this close. Yeah. The Lakers are not close enough right now where you would think about an overpay being justified. Yeah, I don't think they're in that spot. And by the way, th- the other thing is, it's dangerous to trade from desperation. Yep. Everybody know the everybody knows the Lakers want whatever whoever that guy is, and they will pay a Laker tax uh, because they know the Lakers are in a uh, yeah they're in kind of a desperate position. Um, all right, coming up next for you, I saw Avatar. Oh, did you? Yeah, I saw Avatar. Um, have you seen it? I have not. Bergman. Avatar? No, but I want to see it. Jorge? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, We'll talk about that coming up. I've got a lot of thoughts about it, plus some movies that are coming out this year, the ones that are most anticipated. Is that Avatar? (laughs) Where'd that come from? Was that me? Oh, that was me. That was you, man. (laughs) What is that? Oh no! You guys are pushing buttons today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's that a theme was. to Avatar. It was too. kind of it's kind of a, a bet. Yeah, <laughs> That's if, what you, I thought, if you haven't seen Avatar, there's the theme music. Uh, we'll do that coming up. Mason in Ireland, Andy's in for John. Seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. There she is, the queen of Christmas. Self-proclaimed queen of Christmas. Kind of feels like she does own this holiday, to be honest. She does. This song is everywhere. You know, it's in Love Actually. Of course it is. Do you watch Love Actually? I think it's good. We watch it every year. I'm not, I'm not a freak about it like Ireland. but Ireland I takes it a little too far. Yes, um, but I we watch it every year. Jorge, have you watched it? Nope. 
Yeah. It's a good movie. Nah. Jorge, what, what is wrong? Why? Why? Are you against the Christmas spirit? <laughs> Are you anti-love? No, not anti-love. He watches Jingle All the Way and Jingle calls it a holiday. Way. Jingle All the Way. Yeah. And now he watches Spirited. Good Spirited, afternoon. Yes, good afternoon, Good afternoon. Mace. I'm going to watch Mace. Spirited. Uh, Bergman, you've seen Love Actually, right? Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's not one of my favorites, and it's also it's 100% cheating. And I <laughs> No, think it's not 100% cheating. It is You're 100%. Yeah, I'm not doing the conversation again, Amanda. Yeah, I'm not, Don't worry. I'm tired of the conversation because I was right about it the first time. No, you're never right about it at all. But either way. Are it's you just a love actually person? So I've seen it multiple times, but it's not one of those that like, oh, I have to watch it every year at Christmas time. Nope, oh, God, nope totally with you. It's all about love. It's all about love, Boss Amanda. It's fake love. Is it really all about love? Oh, yeah. Everybody's in love. Everybody falls in love in that movie. I mean, like, think about it. The one guy... When you fall in love around the holidays, it's fake. Falls in love with it, his you think assistant. It is fake if you fall in love I, this time of I year? I feel like you get caught up in the holiday spirit. And, you know, not wanting to be alone. and Oh, so you're clinging to so somebody. So I feel like a lot gonna... of times people, you know, meet people this time of year because they're just looking for that, you know, companionship for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's different. That's somebody who's been in a relationship, so Jorge. I'm talking know... <laughs> about when you, I feel like a lot of people, and this is speaking from people that I know. It's like, you know, they don't want to be alone for the holidays, so... And it's a boozy time of year. It is a boozy oh, time. it is a boozy time. Which a name then for this. turns into touching. Mm-hmm. There's a name for this. It's what called is it? cuffing, cuffing season. Yeah, it's, it's cuffing, cuffing season. season. Cuffing? So you cuff to somebody because yeah. it's cold outside so that you so that you have somebody to cuddle with during the cold, so you're cuffing with them. And then when the spring season. comes, you say, yeah, bye. The, the bye. Then you're out, and you go do your thing. <laughs> yeah. It ends. I, I did not know that, but it does make sense that this is the kind of year... This is the kind of season where you really well, cling to somebody because nobody really. By the way, you're you can be you're totally fine alone, right? We're not saying that if you're single, that's not. Hey, that, I'm single. I don't care. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. you're doing fine. Exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing, though: holidays can be a really harsh reminder of being alone. Yeah, I think that's holiday, true. holidays that's can true. really, really make people feel like there's something wrong with them. It's for a being hard alone. time for some people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I love actually. I think back to that. Love actually. I think is a movie that we watch every year. Now I think there's nothing good about that though. Like, even, what are you talking about? Well, okay, look. There's <laughs> a guy. A- there's one of the guys that has a family buys a gift for his assistant instead of for his wife, a, there, and then they get and they so they try are, and get back together. There are at two storylines that end sadly. The rest of them end in love. And sadly, well, then there's the guy that that like falls in love with somebody he doesn't even know how they can't even talk to each other. Right, and they run away I together mean, like, at the end. She, yeah, and is, her, her parents are trying to sell her for like a cow or a pig or yeah, something. I mean, <laughs> come on, funny. what are we it's doing funny. here? What's the one with Jude Law and Jack Black and Cameron Diaz? Oh, the holiday. Oh, the holiday. The holiday. That's a good one. I like that one. Like that one. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. What else do you watch for the holidays? Um. I, not looking to turn this into a debate. Oh, God. oh no, where's this oh, going? Die Hard. Comes die, oh, hard. die Hard. Come on, uh, that's the stupidest. Bad Santa. Uh, I love Bad Santa. Yeah. Oh, bad Santa's good, yeah. Bad, bad Santa's Santa hilarious. Bad Santa is a great holiday movie. Yeah. Spirited is the new Christmas movie. Is it really? It is. It's that good. That, to me, it is. This is the Will base. Ferrell with Ryan Reynolds, yep. right? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Okay, we're going to do It's a Wonderful Life like everyone else, but that's a, just a great movie, period. No man is poor who is friends. Yep, that's the that's the slogan at the end of that thing. I've Old, tested that theory. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still I've always kinda, had, I've always had a lot of yeah, I've always had a lot of friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of poor at times. Yeah. Look, an angel just got its wings. <laughs> <laughs> Can the angel sell them and give me the cash? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. At at three o'clock, I want to demonstrate. By the way, Boss Amanda thinks this stupid. Uh, Bergman, I don't think you like it. Jorge, I don't, I don't think you've heard of it. Uh, what are you talking about? Okay, so I, I, you know that Chat GTP thing? Oh, you're you're all over it now. Oh I, yeah, but I, I brought it I, one, but up no, one time. But at the long drive-a-thon, I think I got into it a little bit. I yeah. was intrigued. So I asked Chat GTP off the top. To write a poem, this is what it says, write a poem about the Rams losing to Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Actually, you want me to read it now? Yeah. We got a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have okay. plenty of time. Just do it. Okay. The Rams, they played with all their might, but Aaron Rodgers, he shone bright. With a game so sharp and true, he led the Packers through and through. Green Bay's defense, they held their ground. The Rams' attacks, 
they couldn't pound. Through the air and on the ground, the pack, they couldn't be found. In the end, the score was clear. Green Bay's victory, it did appear. The Rams, they gave it all they had, but the Packers, they were just too bad. So now the Rams must face defeat as the Packers celebrate and eat. The victory feast they've earned, while the Rams, their dreams are burned. Now, is it crazy that I just wrote in that line, and that's the poem that came up. That's now, actually a really good summary of what happened yesterday. It is. Now change it to Raiders, Patriots, and Derek Carr, and see if it's the exact same poem. Okay, Raiders and Patriots. <laughs> uh, about the Raiders. Beating the Patriots and losing to Derek Carr, however you had it written out. Raiders. Uh, Raiders. So, Greg, you're, you think that no matter what you put in there for certain things, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the exact same poem because it's just taking a loss and putting in the names of the teams. Okay. I think you guys Don't should bet some mythical keyboard. money on this. I'll tell you what. Let's do that at three. Because I, the, the chat GTP is a little <laughs> too many people on it right now. Confusing. Is it a he or is it a she? It's it. whatever you want it AI. to be, Mace. What are its pronouns? No, I'm <laughs> totally kidding. All right, <laughs> coming up next for you, we're going to do some Bobcat. Uh, Bergman's got a bunch of stuff for us. Mason and Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, Mace, that we are going to change the name of Bobcat next year. No, what it are we going to call it? And this is what it's going to be changed to. What's up, fool? What's be... up, fool? Awesome. <laughs> I love great. it. That's what we're going to be naming from oh, now on. Oh, that and... is a great wrinkle no, for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to change it to what's up, fool? And, and in between the questions. What's up, fool? There so... you go. <laughs> I love Maite that. Maite gets her time to shine. Way oh, to go, man. Maite. <laughs> All right. So Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts got, well, hurt on Sunday mm-hmm. with a shoulder sprain. He could miss two games or he could miss none. We don't know yet. It's not settled. But the MVP odds swung heavily towards Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes after the news of his injury. Hertz was minus 145 and Mahomes plus 170 pre-injury. And now Mahomes is minus 300 and Hertz is plus 550 post-injury to win the MVP. That we don't know how long he'll be out for. Still. Right, right. So how many games can Hertz realistically miss and still hold on to the MVP? Even though they're 13-1 right now. Two. So if he misses two games, like it's saying, yeah. he can still hold on to the MVP. I, I think he does. If he if he only plays two, uh, if only he misses only two games, if he miss, I, I'm sorry, he's the MVP. I mean, I watched him run for touchdowns this week. The guy is one of the most versatile quarterbacks in the league. Brings a dimension that not even Mahomes brings. Um, I, I mean, it's a two man race, but Jalen Hurts. I mean, that team has lost one game all year. Yeah, I I think two sounds about right though, because Patrick Mahomes is such a proven commodity, and he's such an instant MVP candidate to begin with. Right, like he, it will be easy to vote for him if you have any qualms about Jalen Hurts, who's having a career year and he's not proven like this. If you have any doubts at all or you feel like he needs to play a full season to prove it to you, it's so easy to just fall back on Mahomes. Yes. So he only has three games left. So you're saying two games. So if he plays in week seven or 18, that's what's going to get him to to keep it? I mean, three, there's only three games left, so you're saying two's missing. Well, I mean, you saw the odds well, swing. And the, here's the, here's yeah, that, the, I mean, that's what it's, the that's reality the of this is I don't think they're going to play him again this season. So, the, so he misses all three games, so he's going to lose. You think, do you think he loses the MVP because he doesn't play the last three? He might. He might. That's unfortunate because he's had a great year. But if I was Philly, all I care about is the well, particularly too. If the Eagles, let's say the Eagles win two of the three games that he sits, that could hurt his MVP case. It yes. can. I'm not if saying they, it should. I'm so, saying but then it could. should it go the other way? If he lose, if they lose those two games, maybe then that should help his MVP case. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, I for me, he is the MVP. Mahomes is having a great year, but it's also one of the, you could give it to Mahomes any year. I mean, realistic. I don't. How many MVPs does Mahomes have? I don't. I have no computer, I'd, I'd so I don't even oh, know. You do not. I'll look it up right now. I don't have a computer. Look that up, because um, he's he's got to have at least one. 
Um, I mean, by the way, carrying my fantasy team to a 12-3 and record right now. He only has one MVP. One MVP. Well, so, like you say, it's a traveling award. It is a traveling award. They try to move the award around. Yeah, I, I think I would vote for Jalen Hurts, even if he misses the last three games. I mean, he's proven enough then to you. Yeah, for me, he has. What's up, fool? There we go. All right, so Amanda and I talk about this all the time, and this is actually a really good question for you. I wish Ireland was here for it, but we don't take days off without None something taken. to do. So what's your thought on taking vacation days that you have banked, but not necessarily with something to do? Essentially, Mason versus Ireland. So, describe it again. It's vacation day. When it's just taking a vacation day just to take a vacation day. Like, Amanda and to I do not To basically do nothing. Yes. Like, a staycation or, like, literally do nothing. S- staycation Stay is home. okay if you have, like, a whole thing. But you're, that's... Like, a, like yeah, like you take a, a week off. A random day off. A or random, a random day. day off to just do nothing. Well, I guess, you know, yesterday I took off, uh, and that I was really Yeah, but you I cried were morning. That was like that's a personal different. day. Yeah, yeah that's, a per- that's totally different. Um, personal days are not vacation days. We try to go somewhere, even if it's just, like, we love Desert Hot Springs, which is you know, great soaking out there, and I totally dig that. Um, I don't, I don't want to stay home necessarily. I'll tell you what we did, though. When we went to Desert Hot Springs this last time, we had no TV. And it was so cool Good. to not have a TV. Finally. Yeah, it was so cool to not have a TV. There have been a few places I've gone in the last few years, like on, on a cruise that part of it was in Mexico or camping in Big Sur, where I've had no internet. Right. It's amazing. It's the best to be cut off like that. Yes. And like you can't even jones for it. You can't even like try to sneak it, whatever. You don't have it. Yeah. It's Awesome. It is. It is really great. Now I still was on the laptop, and I was still checking to see, you know, what was really going on in the world. The but regular or the back to- backup laptop? It was the regular laptop. It was. I have a tearaway laptop. <laughs> this, this laptop is broke. I got one at home. Yes, it's bougie. So what do you, Andy? I mean, you don't. I don't. I have days off, I guess. But how do you feel about it? If you had days off, <laughs> if I had days off, <laughs> well, do you have them? Yeah, I do. Sometimes have days off. Well, I, yeah, but you do. You do five days a week. You do the the right. internet. Right, but that's dance more party hoedown on your phone. My, no, that, that, that's hey, you, sir. Hey, aren't you the guy who does the Lakers dance party hoedown on your phone? I feel like you should bank those days for yourself, no matter how you can do it. Even if you can't manage to get away from your actual home and your everyday living, you should do something for yourself. Like we we have a very Americanized culture of work yourself down to the bone, work to death, then die. Yeah, and it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. Like I think a massage is a good thing for sure. a day off. Yeah, I mean even a self care day, basically a self care day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go to the spa, do whatever. But find that time for yourself, especially if it's being given to you. I have trouble with that, though. Like, I have six weeks of vacation. Yeah. And you don't know how to use them? No, I just, like, I... Can I have them? No. <laughs> you cannot. Can I have you them? You already have a lot of vacation, <laughs> I do. Mace. I have a lot of vacation. What are you vacation? talking no, about? No, I'm not complaining. You have the most out of any talent. I do. I do. <laughs> yes. I need it. I need it. Yeah, so you do you ever stay at home? No. Ireland I is, can't. Ireland's off Friday. He's staying at home. Uh, well, they're doing their Christmas on they're Friday having their with Christmas. his family. Right, because yeah. he's going to be gone for 10 yeah, days. Yeah, that's different. He's not really staying at home. Like, right. He's doing something. He's do- So he's got a purpose. Yeah. I, uh, I, I try to do something. I try yeah. to do something. I try to get away. Uh, by the way, the uh, the place in Desert Hot Springs that I strongly recommend is called Azure Palm. It Azure? is spectacular. Yeah. Azure. A-Z-U-R-E. Go check it out. If you love to soak and all that stuff, it's a great it's a great spot. So I when I went to Costa Rica earlier this year, that was yeah. a vacation. Besides that, I have taken two days. Two days off total for the entire year, but I'm taking three next week. So Good. I'll get a little extra next week. But yeah, so that's no, that. I don't we don't take vacations because why? I'm not gonna do anything, just sit at home and do nothing. It sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. What's that, fool? There you go. Okay, so you guys familiar with Salt Bay? The guy with the, that sells that expensive steak, and he cuts it and puts the salt on Yes. So yes. he's trending because he was on the field trying to get selfies with Messi and some of the players that won the World Cup. Touching the World Cup when you're not supposed to touch the World Cup unless you're a soccer player, former soccer player, or winner of the World Cup. Now, can you imagine Guy Fury, a cook like that, walking into the court when LeBron James wins the trophy and, like, trying to take the trophy from LeBron? Like, what do you think? FIFA should do about letting people, random people like that, on the field. 
like just random like celebrities, I guess, cooks. Like who should have access? Who should not have access? <laughs> random cooks. Yeah, random like, cooks. This guy, like, seriously, yeah. this guy like trying to pull Messi for a selfie. Like, why? Well, I mean, you want people to be able to celebrate, right? Right, but why? Why this chef? Person in there? Yeah. Why? Why the steak? Because you guy? got the dough to do it. Like you got the dough to go in there. Bought access. Yeah. 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 Bought access. Uh, what's cool is who from our station was on the field when LAFC won the championship. We had a couple guys on the field, right? Were you? Weren't you on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah but you not- were on the field. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> were on the field. You were on the field. Yeah, but I'm not pulling Vela. Like I'm not taking the well, trophy. Okay, this is what it's all you about. Salt Bay needs to know how to act properly. <laughs> Like, Salt Bay's got the money to get access to be on the field for something like that. Good for him. Right. But don't act the fool, Salt Bay. Who is Salt Bay? Yeah, he's that guy that sells, like, expensive steaks. And, like, I was kind of pretending that I knew so who he was. So he sells expensive well, he, he got, meat? He's got restaurants, yes. So he's got, like, these restaurants, and they sell, like, a 24-carat steak. It's literally, like, somehow they put gold on it's it. It's a gold-encrusted it's steak? It's got gold? Yeah. And it's Why like would you want to eat that? That's yeah, what I'm saying. People sounds, buy this stuff. People go celebrity. But especially, too, like like you said, Jorge, it's a FIFA rule. It's like right. a World Cup culture thing. You don't touch this trophy unless you're a player. And, again, don't act the fool if you're out there. Don't make it about you. See? What's up, fool? All right, guys. So I was reading an article in USA Today, and it says that uh, vacations can certainly teach us a lot about relationships, according to experts. Okay. You learn some of the nuances or quirks about a person's personality when you're traveling with them. Mm. Um, So my question to you guys is, do you believe that a vacation can make or break a relationship? 100%. You have got to like the same style of vacation. Juan and I completely compatible because we like to go to a place and stay there. Mm-hmm. Eat at the place, uh, soak at the place, like in Costa Rica. Uh, go zip lining at the place. But we like all the same stuff. If you have somebody in the relationship who wants to lay in a lawn chair uh, at a pool... And somebody who wants to go see every site in the world, it's not a good match. If you can't travel together, you can't be together. No, it can be tough. Like, my my wife and I often want different things on our vacations. Like, she's the one that could sit on a lawn chair for an entire week and be fine. I get bored with that after a while. Like, I can do it some. But my basic opinion is if all we're going to do is just sit on a lawn chair, we could do that in Malibu. Like, I I don't need to to go somewhere – like if I'm going to go to Mexico, if I'm going to go to Spain, if I'm like whatever, like I want to experience the country. What I don't need to do though is cram ten tours into one Correct. day. Correct. I like I don't mind a tour right. or a couple of tours during a week. Right. But don't try to do everything. You're not going to be able to do everything. If you try to do everything, you're going to experience nothing. Correct. It's just going to become a big blur. A big to blur. You. Exactly. Exactly. So but it, it can be tough. Like. My wife is not an easy traveler, to be um, honest. She what's, what's she gets really Connor? nervous about flying. Oh, she gets really? super nervous. Come on. She has a fear of flying. Really? Yeah. Does she just like pop a couple of Xanax? What does she do? I'd say you medicate her. Uh, you try. Kind of seem to be up. enough out there. <laughs> but when you're actually on the vacation, so you're okay with each other. Yeah. It's yeah. just the flying. Well, the the well, I mean, the I getting there is flying. a lot of it, depending on where you're going. Yeah. And the the lead up to it, she gets very nervous about the planning, the packing. Jorge, do you? I do and all the Brenda planning. have the same style of vacation. Then we decide on where and when to go, and then I do all the. Pl- I look for all the stuff. She's like, "Oh, you have too much patience for that." Like I don't. She's just like, "Just let me know what we're doing, and we do it." Yeah, Bergman, yeah. do you think the vacation match is important? I absolutely do, one hundred percent, because of what you're what you're talking about. But also, it's it's a lot of it is like it's the drive or the flight and how you guys interact True. on those. Do you like to sing on the drive? Do you talk on the drive? There's a lot of how do you interaction. In, that how goes do you in. get along when you're along uh, TSA line? Right. Well, what are you talk? What are you talking about? What you, what's the conversation like? All that stuff, I think, is important. Makes a- singing on the drive is a deal breaker, right? <laughs> really? there. No, oh, absolutely. No, you need to do it. That's the whole point of the, the long. Well, drive. like, what are you talking? Are like you talking karaoke? Like-, like it doesn't matter. You just sing whatever's on the on the radio. With a child or as adults? Adults. Everybody in the car. Whoever's in the car. Yeah. Everybody. The car, what are matter. you like? That sounds. What are you doing like I've been working on the railroad. No, like, no, no. you're singing like songs like that you like. Well, yeah, like yeah, what are you? What are you singing? Like uh, I like Mr. Blue Sky. 
Like I like singing that song. So you all get together and sing in the car. <laughs> like, it like, just happens to be like it sounds like hell. It, no, it actually sounds like this weird. Well, Greg thing. sings all the time down all the hallways, the like time. all the time around here. You Do you know, also you play more, I Spy when you're driving? <laughs> no, I mean, you can't. Okay, oh, with kids song. you can play I Spy, but come on, Greg, bring it. It's shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud inside. That's a great song. It is a great song. It's it a is fantastic. a good song. So you guys are all just like song. in the minivan, like <laughs> yeah, singing exactly. it out loud. It doesn't matter. Like if I'm in the car with somebody and we're singing together, like we're getting nodding along. your head. It's a great song. Yeah. It is a great. song. I would probably chip in on the vocals. Yeah, you would. See? Yeah, I would. You know you would. Yeah, but the planning's I would. different but it does. with kids and stuff too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it totally changes. I I think it was that we talked about Freddie Prinze Jr. earlier in the yes. show. I, I saw him comment one time because I was part of a Twitter thread involving vacations. He said, when it's just adults pre-children, yep. that's a vacation. Once you have children, it's a trip. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Very different. Very different. You're right. Bergman, you got one more? I, What's that, fool? Oh, What's that, yeah, You can do one more. One yeah. more? Do sure, one more. Why not? Uh, I would never say any say someone should shouldn't represent their country in anything. But if there was someone I didn't want playing in the worthless WBC, it's Clayton Kershaw. He misses enough time as it is, and putting extra on his arm doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. What do you think of Kershaw announcing he'll pitch for the U.S. in the WBC? One hundred percent in favor of him pitching it. Yes, yes. Now the WBC is, is not worthless. It's not the biggest thing in the world. It's a thing. I mean, it's just a random thing that but they decided honestly, to put together don't, randomly. Don't you think it's in the end somebody will say, you know, X number of Cy Youngs, what is it? Four Cy Youngs, one MVP, three. three Cy Youngs, a no-hitter, all that stuff, World Series champion and winner of the World Baseball Classic? No. I don't. I do. There's not going to be any part like part of the Hall of Fame voting that's going to say you need to have won two WBCs. I think he's at the point in his career where he wants to have fun and do cool things. Sure. And I and I think this is this is it'd be like pitching for the Olympics. Has he done this before? Um, I don't think so. Maybe not. By the way, I think Mike Trout has also committed. He is. There's a lot of guys to that the are World Baseball Club. Yeah, a lot of guys Trey are Turner playing. Is there's it, a, is it like an All Star game? Like how many innings do you Julio expect Kershaw Reyes's? to pitch? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, a couple of starts. Because it, okay, how many games are involved with the WBC? Well, I I would love to tell you right now. Where are they playing? Qatar. But I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, they're going to Qatar. Isn't it weird? Would anybody, after seeing the World Cup, say, "I'm go- I'm going to vacation in Qatar"? Nobody. No. Nobody. No, the whole idea was promote Qatar. It's been promoted in the worst way possible. Well, but I'll tell you right now, if FIFA, you know, if someone ponies up the money again. It'll be right back in Qatar. Oh, yeah. No, it, it absolutely won't. That it's, event is it's just... It's Qatar, by the way. We were told by ESPN it's Qatar. I, okay, I've heard multiple different ways. Yeah, Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. It's e- Qatar. Okay, well, either we'll way... Espanol, Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> Can you roll your eyes? Either way, yeah. it's up for sale. Yeah, yeah there That you event go. is up for sale. All right, uh, coming up next for you, Bergman, you challenged chat GTP to write a poem about the Raiders beating the Patriots. Right. I've got that coming up next for you. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN.